Welcome back, you guys. This is Lost Arts Radio Live. My name is Richard Sachs, host on Lost Arts Radio, and um, this is our Saturday show related to current events. And I, I always think, of, you know, there's so much going on and so many podcasts out there now. It's it's great. A lot of them are really excellent. Um, Alex's show is still probably the most comprehensive good news program I know of, although there's a lot of other good ones. So I thought, what can I add that's not redundant and just more of the same stuff? And I've been talking to people during the week, and almost nobody knows who David Martin is, Dr. David Martin. And he's been doing some excellent presentations at conventions and things like that, and he's asking for people to learn about what he's talking about and connect him in meetings to legislators and uh Congress people and anybody that has is in a position of authority in the government and the health systems or whatever, and I think it's very important that we do that. So I want I thought I'd you know give up some of the show today to introduce you to David Martin in case you haven't heard him, and even if you have, uh, this is a chance to listen in more detail. And I'm going to be playing one of his uh, lectures. To an audience, I don't remember exactly who was in this audience. I think it was uh, a lot of his followers who are somewhat aware of what's going on in the world, looking for a way to expose it in more depth and detail, and then, of course, for solutions. And and I'm going to not talk too much because we'll run out of time for playing the lecture. I'm going to stop it and um, interject some comments when I think it might be appropriate. But, you know, what it reminds me of is that as a younger kid, I was thinking about the people in in 1930s Germany. Why did they just let this happen? And a lot of them kept focused on entertainment, going to the opera, uh, a lot of fun things that they were doing while the death camps were being made ready. And somebody was rising to power, not just one person, but a whole structure in it turns out supported by uh, dark elements in the U.S. And, and U.K. governments and others. And all this was going on and people didn't want to know about it. And I thought, how could that be? That's that's absurd. And I didn't understand it. And now we've got something that in my experience is uh, probably a thousand times worse than what happened in Nazi Germany and it's the same situation. There's so many people that are just focused on watching, you know, good movies and entertainment and sports and uh, thinking that all these people complaining about the government are crazy and that, you know, there's a legitimate health crisis going on and the health authorities are doing the absolute best they can to try to save us. And these people that are complaining are just crazy Um it's very much like it was in uh, the build-up to World War II, but this is much more serious because it, it targets the whole world, and it's not uh, it's not population reduction; it's population elimination, and that's a long story in itself. So, I want to let you hear, and I'll listen with you to David, Doctor David Martin, giving a, one of his great talks. It's concluded in part two, which we may get a chance to do next week. Um, and I want to see what you think of it. You can always give your feedback. Uh, LostArtsRadio.com has a contact form or comments in the videos or anything like that. Um, but I'm going to break in 
I think it's appropriate and just add a little bit of, of context. But let's let David, uh, Dr. Martin, start his talk. And then we'll stop where we need to. Our next speaker uh, is going to tell you a lot of things that are going to blow your mind. And I encourage you to get out a pen and a pad and prepare to take some notes. Copious amounts of notes. If there was one particular speaker that I would say film every word this person says, I would say our next presenter is is one of those speakers. So, ladies and gentlemen, our next speaker is a corporate advisor, entrepreneur, financier, storyteller, professor, and inventor. Ladies and gentlemen, please stand to your feet and greet Dr. David Martin. One more time, folks. Let's hear for David Martin. Thanks, brother. Good afternoon. I, I, I always love when I'm introduced as, as a guy who you need to take notes with because these are about rallies, these are about excitement. And the last time I, I was at a rally or anything exciting, we, we had balloons and we had popcorn and not notepads and pens. But I have to tell you that Clay is right. If you're going to take notes, make sure that you take notes. But the most important notes to take, I'm warning you, are in the first three slides. So if you get lazy, don't try to pace yourself. Make sure you get everything in the first three slides. And the best thing about that is if you really need the slides, I'll make sure that everybody has a copy of this because I'll let the conference uh, share them around. So here we go. I cannot be on stage anywhere without asking you first and foremost, do not participate in the propaganda of this conspiracy. Number one, there is no SARS coronavirus 2. There is a bioweapon that in 1999 was paid for by Anthony Fauci, was patented at the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill in 2002. It was the recombinant coronavirus which had the following protocol that was actually a bioweapon created by NIAID for this very moment. And that bioweapon was an infectious replication defective, their words not mine, infectious replication defective clone of coronavirus. 1999 people, this bioweapon was engineered to destroy humanity. And if we started talking about a bioweapon and not a vaccine or a virus, we'd get a lot of progress. Number two, there is no COVID-19. There is influenza-like illness. And that influenza-like illness has been around for a long time and will be around for a long time. When the World Health Organization invented the notion COVID-19, it is the first disease in human history to have no clinical diagnostics. None. It's diagnosed by committee and symptom because we had to make up the term asymptomatic carrier, which does not exist. You are healthy. That's what you are because you're human. That's it. You are not an asymptomatic carrier of anything other than their nonsense. Stop using their language. And fourth and most importantly, there is no vaccine. There is a bioweapon that is being injected, which was engineered, and I want you to read this on the screen behind me because this is from 2015. Peter Daszak, the very man 
who is the Wuhan money launderer-in-chief for Anthony Fauci, the very man who violated the United States law by outsourcing gain-of-function research except for UNC Chapel Hill, which kept it going legally because they got an exemption from Anthony Fauci to a moratorium. Did you hear what I just said? An exemption to a moratorium. Doesn't feel like a moratorium if there's the, oh, by the way, we told you not to do it. Keep doing it. In 2015, this quote was made by Peter Daszak at the National Academy of Sciences. Until an infectious disease crisis is very real, present, and at the emergency threshold, it is often largely ignored. To sustain public funding. Do you hear him say to sustain public health? No. To sustain public funding beyond the crisis, he said we need to increase the public understanding for the need for medical countermeasures such as a pan-influenza or pan-coronavirus vaccine. Did you read what's on this screen? 2015, the conspiracy of domestic terror was publicly declared. And you guys think this started in December of 2019 when a... Okay, hold it for a second, Doug, please. And hung out and went on a... Um, I just, I'm sorry to interrupt. I just wanted to interject the one idea here. Uh, Dr. Martin said that there is no COVID-19 and actually people do get sick, but there's no evidence at all. And some of the advanced doctors that, that have been great in talking about what's really going on still don't get this. There's no evidence that there's a virus involved at all. Because with a virus, you have to go through a test, you have to isolate it so that you have it without a mix of all kinds of other things. And then you have to see what it can do. But they've never even done the first step. It's never been isolated that we know of. And there have been lots of subpoenas asking CDC and other health organizations like in Alberta, Canada, and other places, please give us a sample of the isolated virus. And they always say, uh, sorry, we don't have anything like that. So... They figure that we're so out of touch that we don't even notice what's wrong with that picture. If they don't have the isolated virus, and nobody that we know of does, they can't respond positively to those subpoenas uh, or even request Freedom of Information Act requests to prove that they've got it, then until they prove otherwise, we have to assume they don't have it. So they don't have the virus, They also don't have any test for the virus, which, of course, you can't have even a real test if there's no virus, can't test for it. But they have a fake test that can be set to come up with anything you want. It's called PCR or derivatives thereof. Now they're changing to other things that are all derivatives of that. And the inventor of the PCR test said, this is not a diagnostic test. He didn't say, be careful what you set it at. Be careful of the cycle threshold or anything like that. He said, this is not a diagnostic test. PCR procedure, which is useful for certain kinds of lab work, can find anything in anybody. This is a quote from the inventor, Kerry Mullis, before he died. So there's no test, there's no evidence of a virus, but there is sickness. And Dr. Martin knows that. And he's calling it results of a bioweapon. So in cities like New York City, uh, Northern Italy area, uh, Wuhan, China, and other places like that, there was a lot of 
uh, sickness, although there was some of it faked also, but there was a lot of real sickness from some way that this bioweapon got into those people in these certain areas, places in Central and South America, uh, places like New York City and other places. And it can be cured, which you're not allowed to say. You're absolutely not allowed to say that because it's true. And doctors like Dr. Zev Zelenko and others have not just claimed it's uh, treatable with complete success. They demonstrated it. And those cures and and uh, protocols are suppressed with violence and threats and sometimes worse. So when Dr. Uh, Martin says there's no virus, there's no there's no SARS CoV two virus, there's no COVID nineteen, etc. He knows that people are getting sick, but number one, the ones who really get sick from this bioweapon, most of them can be totally recovered. And that's being blocked right now by hospitals all over the world, certainly in America. And you're not allowed to do the protocols at work. That should make us really wake up and think about what's going on. And the other thing is that in the early stages, uh, many things that were had nothing to do with this disease were called COVID-19. And there was financial incentives to be diagnosed that way, but they weren't. Now, the hospitals are really getting full of people with vaccine injuries and deaths, and he'll get to that. So I just wanted to clarify, it's not that he doesn't think anybody's sick. This is really important, so I I would encourage people to follow his talk with great attention. So let's go back to it. You're supposed to believe that story, except for the conspiracy was published These are their own words. And by the way, before you actually think that I'm making this up, let's read the next sentence, shall we? A key driver is the media, and the economics will follow the hype. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. The economics, I thought we were talking about public health. The economics will follow the hype. We need to use that hype to our advantage to get to the real issues. Investors will respond if they see profit at the end of the process. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the admission of five felonies in the United States. Five. I'm going to unpack them for you, so stay with me. This is the admission of five felonies in the United States, and not a single governor, not a single Department of Justice member, Not a single U.S. attorney, not a single attorney general, not a single elected official in this country will actually allow this quote to go into the public record. So guess what? It's on you to do it. This is the quote that you need to send to every single elected representative, every single appointed representative, every school board. This is an admission of a felony criminal conspiracy to kill and maim Americans. Important point there. you know what you guys did in 2016 when this got published? Anybody? Nothing. Nothing. That's when the criminal conspiracy was made public. And this is one that's going to be very awkward for many of you to embrace, but I don't care. Sometimes we have to embrace a hard truth. On September the 18th, 2019, anybody following the numbers here? 2019, September 18th, 2019, the World Health Organization in their Global Preparedness Monitoring Board gathering 
got together and said that we need to create a global simulation of the release of a respiratory pathogen, which was going to go from September of 2019 to September of 2020. A global campaign. The day after that document was published, President Donald Trump signed this executive order, and I want you to read what's in this executive order. This vaccine platform technologies include DNA, mRNA, virus-like S-particles, vector-based, and self-assembling nanoparticle vaccines. The day after the Chinese NIAID and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation in criminal conspiracy, in interlocking directorates, in racketeering declared that they were going to declare war on the world, Donald Trump signed an executive order actually mandating that the toxin be released on the public. Right there it is in his own executive order. Now, listen to what I have to say. Did he premeditate that executive order? No. But we must be careful, people, because it doesn't matter which one among us stands in positions of authority, we must embrace the reality that if we are not accountable for every word that we say, every action we take, we open up ourselves to compromise. And if we are going to win the campaign for the hearts and minds and livelihood and soul of this country, we must commit ourselves to absolute integrity. Hold it right there, please. No exceptions. Um, this is a really important point that he's making. Uh, all the legislators, the president, the vice president, everybody in American government and probably in most other governments, too, is handed thousands of pages to give their OK to if they were honest and understood the magnitude of the situation. They would say, I can't sign any of this stuff, you know, executive orders, all these things that they sign, but they don't read and they don't write. I can't sign any of that stuff unless I read the whole thing carefully. I understand it and I agree with it. Nobody is doing that. The last one I know to take a responsible attitude with that was Ron Paul. And as a result, he was known as Dr. No, because he said, unless I approve all, all the elements of a bill and understand and have read the thousands of pages in it myself, I can't vote for it. And that was true. And if that was followed by all the people in Congress and presidents, including Trump and everybody else, uh, I, you know, the thing, a lot of crime would stop. Really critical. It's life and death for the world. And Donald Trump didn't go along with that. He didn't realize it. And he's like all the other so-called representatives. He signed a bunch of things that the advisors said to sign. And that, in essence, is criminal, and they're all doing it. Trump, Trump was one of them, and the the damage that results from it is catastrophic. Reagan did the same thing when he took away all liability from the vaccine companies for the death and injury of your fa when they kill your family. They're not responsible, and it doesn't mean Reagan was an intentionally bad person any more than Trump. I met Reagan in person in the '60s. And I, my feeling was he was a really good man who wanted to help the country, and he said a lot of good things until he got shot. Um, but that doesn't mean that he's not responsible. 
And the same thing with Trump. And that's the point David Martin is making. It doesn't mean hate any of these people or anybody because that's got counterproductive side effects on yourself if you start hating people. But to understand what's going on, this system has everybody under its hypnosis. And to my knowledge, only Ron Paul was uh, seeing that element of it and saying, no, I can't support anything unless I read it myself and understand all of it. And that's the point Dr. Martin is making. So sorry for the interruption. Let's go back. Zero exceptions. Now, this is the slide that Clay warned you about. The good news is if you download the Fauci dossier, which you can download online, you can actually see a lot of this. But this is the one to take the pictures of. This is the one you do not want to let go because... On the left-hand side are felonies punishable by 99 years in prison and up to $100 million per incidence fine. Anybody think that Anthony Fauci should be 99 years in prison and $100 million fine for every violation he's committed? I think so too, but let's go through them. 18 U.S. Code, Section 2339C, Funding and Conspiring Acts of Terror. Ladies and gentlemen, since he took his position as the highest paid federal employee in our country, Anthony Fauci has had $191 billion that have passed through his fingers. $191 billion of your money has gone through his fingers to build and finance terror. 18 U.S. Code Section 2339C, Funding and Conspiring to Commit Acts of Terror, dead to rights, he's done it. 18 U.S. Code Section 2331 and following, acts of domestic terrorism resulting in the death of American citizens. Ladies and gentlemen, Section 802 of the Patriot Act makes it abundantly clear that you cannot legally compel a population to do anything out of fear or coercion. Anything. That includes losing your job. That includes not going to school. That includes not going to your churches. That includes not being the leadership of churches that is blackmailed into saying that it's okay to take a bioweapon because God said it was okay. And what would Jesus do? You cannot do that. Conspiring to commit acts of terror includes people who allegedly claim ignorance. You know what you cannot claim in a felony criminal case? I didn't know what I was doing. You know what? You did know what you were doing. And you are liable for what you did. 18 U.S. Code Section 1001, lying to Congress. Hey, people, if you do one thing out of this meeting, please do the following. Do not donate another dollar to Rand Paul. And I'm telling you why. Rand Paul has on three occasions had the criminal evidence against Fauci in his possession. I know because we had it delivered to him. That's how I know he has it. And three times he has actually cross-examined Anthony Fauci. He has actually gotten Anthony Fauci to lie to Congress and not one time has Rand Paul delivered a knockout blow by presenting the felony evidence and getting the Capitol Police and the FBI to cuff Fauci and walk him out of the Congress. Guess what? Rand Paul is using his faux fight with Fauci as a way to raise money for his campaign. That's monetizing an act of terror. That's not being a patriot. 
And if you want to get really clear on this, send the Rand Paul campaign a little note saying, happy to donate when you deliver the knockout blow. <clears throat> little side note. On 18 U.S. Code Section 1001, and this is an important one. In October of 2020, while we were all talking about masks or social distancing or whether or not a vaccine would ever be developed and all that kind of nonsense, while we were being distracted, the Department of Health and Human Services was required by Congress to send a report to Congress in which NIH was supposed to disclose all of their financial interest in COVID-19 patents. For those of you who are listening, there are over 4,000, listen, over 4,000 patents derived from U.S. government-funded research. And under the Bayh-Dole Act, those patents have marching rights for the United States government and financial interest to the agencies that gave the grants. Got it? In October of 2020, when that report was delivered to Congress, Francis Collins and Anthony Fauci lied to Congress in a written report failing to disclose not some, failing to disclose 100% of their financial interest in COVID-19. They lied to Congress, and you know what? No one did. Nobody held them accountable. Guess what you can do? You can actually encourage every one of your elected and appointed representatives, you can encourage everyone that you know to either act or keep harassing them until they do act. Because this information is your responsibility now because now you know it. You cannot plead ignorance either. 18 U.S. Code, sorry, 15 U.S. Code Section 1 through 3, which is conspiring to commit a criminal activity. This is where it gets a little deep, but stay with me. 125 years ago, we were worried about names like Rockefeller and Carnegie and all these other names. We were worried about them because it turns out that 70 people, 7-0, 70 people ran over 80% of the businesses in America. We said that wasn't okay. And we developed two very important laws, the Sherman Act and the Clayton Act, antitrust laws. We used those laws, by the way, to go after organized crime in the 1920s, along with the internal revenue laws that we also used to go after organized crime. But 15 U.S. Code Section 1 through 3, the conspiring to, co uh, to, to commit a criminal commercial activity is something that since 1999, Anthony Fauci, Ralph Barrick, and Peter Daszak have all been engaged in this. They can be arrested tomorrow if any single member of law enforcement actually is paying attention to their sworn oath and their duty to uphold the Constitution. 15 U.S. Code Section 8, market manipulation and allocation. Does anybody remember in April of 2020 when Anthony Fauci sat in the president's Oval Office and talked about how Moderna was going to be the mysterious savior of the world, despite the fact that Moderna had never produced a safe commercial product in its entire operating history? Anybody? You remember that? What you don't remember is that in 2010, when Moderna was started, it was the 10th anniversary of the funding that actually started Moderna. And you don't know what the funding that started Moderna is because nobody talks about it. Because the funding that started Moderna was the National Science Foundation grant called, and I'm ready to deliver the bad news to you, Darwinian Chemical Systems. That's where Moderna comes from. And 
let's go back and take a little time machine journey, 22 years in the past. Let's jump into that grant application and let's ask the question, Darwinian chemical systems. Hey, Dave, why would somebody want to invent Darwinian chemical systems? Well, let's read it, shall we? If we open up the grant and we read the grant, it says that in a post-extinction event, anybody comfortable? You guys all good with post-extinction events? In a post-extinction event, we want to see if we can get mRNA to write into DNA the code to start human evolution again. That's the 10-year grant that started Moderna. So every fact checker at PolitiFact and Reuters and USA Today and every fact checker anywhere in the world overlooks a very inconvenient reality. The inconvenient reality is Darwinian chemical systems was to use RNA to write into the DNA of life. And now you're told, oh, no, 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 Dave, that can't happen. The thing we inject doesn't write into life. Except for the fact that the 20-year funding record of the company that's actually doing it proved that that's what happened. Is anybody uncomfortable with a bioweapon known to write into life an extinction event of life? That feels uncomfortable to me. And I think if we actually went to every vaccine location and actually put up this is not a vaccine, it's a bioweapon, and then added, by the way, this is an, a bioweapon formed for a post-extinction rewrite of the human genome, I think a few people would actually pause for a second and go, well, I didn't know that. I thought I was doing my patriotic duty getting my flu shot. You're not. You're actually getting a bioweapon engineered by and for post-extinction humanity. I'm all about not post-extinction humanity. I can't get an amen because I'm not a preacher, but I think there's a time for an amen, and this would be one of those. We are not in post-extinction conversations. We're in pre-forget-about-extinction. We're in today. And let's do the last one, 15 U.S. Code Section 19, the interlocking directorates. This is one that says that you are not allowed to get companies that actually have competing interests to get together in fixed prices. That's racketeering. It's all those nasty things. And guess what we have? We have Pfizer and Moderna and Anthony Fauci, all of them financial interested. We have Justin Trudeau. Oh, Dave, you're not going to be mean to a Canadian. They'll go, hey. Well, yeah, I am. I'm going to be mean to a Canadian because here we go. Justin Trudeau who actually failed to disclose to any Canadian that the Canadian government gets a kickback for every one of the Pfizer and Moderna shots because Acuitas and Arbutus Pharmaceuticals, both out of British Columbia, are the ones that invented the lipid nanoparticle that is licensed to inject the pathogen into everybody. Canada wins every time there's a shot. Which may explain why Justin Trudeau ordered 10 times more vaccines then there are Canadians, including the moose. Why would we need 10 times more doses than the sum total of all of Canada plus the moose? Well, it turns out it's racketeering. Because if I'm getting a kickback for every dollar I spend, guess what I get to do? I get to pocket a whole lot of money from all over the world, which is exactly what happened. We've gone through the civil code, but I want to only point out one of these because I have a short amount of time. 21 Code of Federal Regulations, Federal Regulations subsection 50.24. Ladies and gentlemen, you cannot give informed consent if you're coerced. Did you hear what I just said? You cannot give informed consent if you're coerced. 
And you can't do that, not just because you can't do that, you can't do that because it's illegal to do it. So even if you did try to do it, you'd be breaking the law, and it is illegal to coerce any form of consent because last time I checked, coerced consent is rape. If we called it what it is, if we said that United Airlines is the pro-rape airline, if we said Costco or Walmart or Amazon were the pro-rape companies, do you know how many minutes we'd actually have people supporting that? That's why I told you to stop using the term vaccine. It's a bioweapon, call it what it is, and the act of injecting anything into a human being without their consent is violation of bodily integrity and it's rape. Call it what it is. You have all been told that Jacobson allegedly is the Supreme Court case that we all need to listen to because Jacobson said it's legal to immunize a population. Now that's convenient if you're CNN and Sanjay Gupta and you have your head so far up your posterior that you actually can't even breathe. But if you were actually were a sentient, air-breathing human being, you'd realize that Jacobson never said that anybody has an obligation or even a right to vaccinate anybody. Jacobson said, are you ready for this? Here's a good idea coming. Jacobson said, if you don't do it, you pay a $5 fine. I got an idea. I got an idea. Let's crowdsource everybody's $5 Jacobson premium. Let's just pass an offering plate. Let's just say, guess what? We're going to plead Jacobson. What if we stopped being anti-vax and we started being branded as pro-Jacobson? We reserve the right to pay a $5 fine and tell you to take your vaccine and stuff it up your own orifice. I think we could crowdsource that. And I think Americans would love to know that one of the options that was afforded under Jacobson is you could pay a $5 fine and not get the vax. That's what the Jacobson case actually says, and it never has and it never will say that you can be forced to be vaccinated. But this is the case we should look at even more, which is the Supreme Court case that nobody talks about from 1934, Home Building and Loan Association versus Bladesdale. And what makes this case important is the text, which is why I wanted to highlight it. Emergency does not create power. Emergency does not increase granted power or remove or diminish the restrictions imposed upon power. But let's jump to the bold. Remember that the Supreme Court in this decision was saying, hey, you know what? Emergency powers are important, but the Constitution was actually written during an emergency. Little known fact, there was a war going on. So to pretend that somehow or another the framers of the Constitution were all sitting, sipping French wine in Monticello, while everything was just peaches and cream down in, I don't know, Boston or Philadelphia or Charleston, South Carolina, they weren't. It was in the middle of an active war. Important little fact. And look at what the Supreme Court exactly said. And they are not altered by emergency. Okay, so hold it no right there for a second. Declaration. Just, just for a minute. Um, that's a really important point that David is making. <clears throat> if that's understood, you know, there's a reason they don't teach civics and government and history anymore to any great extent in schools in America. Because if that were understood from the founders uh, on behalf of people of the whole world, because they were talking about natural rights, which is not just for Americans, 
<clears throat> but it's for everybody. You can't have an emergency that takes away natural rights. They're, they're what's called unalienable or inalienable. That means no matter what happens, you don't lose your rights. You can't, the government can't force you to hide in your house if you don't get injected with whatever uh, drug poison that they want. They can't do that. They can't take away your right to travel. They can't take away your right to speak, whatever you want, pro or con on any issue. It's, it's completely impossible. Those are natural rights. And in America, which is supposed to be an example for people everywhere that want to be free, emergency doesn't change your rights at all. So they can't make... Um, rules in any country, laws, that say if you don't get injected with our poison that we say is really good for you, even though it's killing so many people already and more to come, if you don't do that, you can't leave your house, you can't go to the store, you can't go to large venues. All of that violates natural rights, and it can't be done. And in America, the founding documents say that. So I I know this is a long presentation by Dr. Martin, but it's one really worth paying attention to if you can. This is critical. To, it's just like the, the Germans needed to understand in 1930s what was happening in their government. The Americans need to understand it now, too, because it's happening even more in the present time than it was when it was being developed in Nazi Germany, the socialist Hitler's national socialist, and in all these other countries like Austria and Germany and Australia and Canada and the UK, where they're coming up with laws and rules about what you can and can't do, those violate natural rights, and none of them are legitimate. Even if the pandemic were real, which it's not, and there are piles of bodies everywhere, natural rights can't be violated. The government could say, we really think you should hide in your bathroom until it's safe, but they can't make you do it really critical to understand that to go forward so let's go back to dr martin no statement that has ever ever been made to coerce or cajole or manipulate your behavior whatsoever has even a foundational argument in the supreme court precedent that no one is talking about guess what we should start talking about people that In, eight, in 1774, King George committed what were called the Four Intolerable Acts. I've decided to give you the Four Intolerable Acts of the COVID campaign of terror. And I'm giving you that because it's important that we realize that if we are going to plead our case in any position, whether it's in a courtroom, whether it's in a city council, whether it's a school board, we need to be correct, we need to be precise, and we need to stipulate the laws that have been violated. So let's go through. Amendment number one. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion. Guess what? Congress has weaseled their way into allowing the Department of Labor and the Commerce Clause to do their dirty work for them. Your First Amendment was violated by the Commerce Clause. Your First Amendment was violated by the way the Department of Labor currently operates. Because it turns out that Congress didn't pass a law that said that you had to get vaccinated. But I can tell you that there's a deafening silence, isn't there? Do you remember the executive order that the Commander-in-Chief, the bumbling Joe Biden, actually 
actually said we were going to have that, that, that mandate that everybody was going to have to be vaccinated. Remember that <laughs> statement? And do you remember that he instructed the Department of Labor to come up with a rule that would actually enforce employers of over 100 people to all vaccinate their employees? And, and have you noticed the stunning silence of that mandate seems to never be forthcoming from the Department of Labor? Anybody notice that? Despite the fact that they're already claiming victory for the mandate that doesn't exist. Because they have established a law that in fact is the establishment of a religion. And here's the religion they believe in. The doctrine of Fauci. The doctrine of Fauci is very simple. You are asymptomatic carriers. You are a disease. There is only but one savior, and that is an NID-funded vaccine. You didn't take enough of it when we had influenza, so we're going to manufacture the illusion of a pathogen. We are going to create a domestic terrorism campaign so that you embrace the loving arms of that beautiful vaccine. Ladies and gentlemen, there is no mandate because there will be no mandate. They are playing on your fears. They are not playing on the law because they know this law and they know that they are violating the Supreme Court rulings and the First Amendment in our Bill of Rights if they even do it. Second, COVID Intolerable Act, Amendment 4 of our beautiful Constitution. Amendment 4, the right of people shall be secure in their persons, their houses, their papers, and their effects. You know what we never talk about? We never talk about the Fourth Amendment, but guess what's been violated by every single decree that every single governor and every single public health officer has done over the last 22 months? That. We are not secure in our homes. We're not secure in our businesses. We're not secure in our properties. We're not secure in our churches. We're not secure anywhere. And guess what? That doesn't say, that doesn't say except for the case of emergency. It says you are secure, period. That's it. And it gets a little better. If you're not secure, you know whose burden of proof it is to prove that you've done something wrong? Not yours, theirs. Listen, people, I love to hear people talk about how rah-rah patriotic they are and they're out there doing their things, and but we're letting them do it. Stop. Stop reciting their doctrine of COVID and coronavirus. Stop reciting their doctrine of vaccines. Start using the language. Campaign of terror, bioweapon. Start using those languages and then actually show them, are you ready for this? Something tiny like the Bill of Rights. Amendment five. Now you are all law and order experts. I'm sure you've probably sat there listening to the your law and order moments. And you think that law and order you know, the Fifth Amendment is, hey, I don't have to incriminate myself, but the, the Fifth Amendment does a little bit more. Can you look at that, that bottom phrase in the Fifth Amendment that we never talk about? Nor shall private property be taken for public use without just compensation. How many of you small business owners have gotten just compensation for your business closures? Anybody? How many physicians have gotten just compensation for lost revenue? 
How many people have been maligned like me and so many of the speakers who are coming today and tomorrow? How many of us have gotten just compensation for the seizure of our property in the form of our means of communication, our networks, our social media, our everything else, the ways in which we communicate? How many of us have gotten any just compensation for that? We've not just not gotten just compensation, ladies and gentlemen. We've been deprived of our liberties and we've been deprived of the rights granted under this document. And it is absolutely critical that we see that they knew they were doing it because they actually changed their own definitions of words like vaccine and public health and emergency to accommodate their acts of terror. Amendment 6. Due process. Anybody think that we've had any due process over the last 22 months? Not one. Hey, listen, I'm showing you these things, people, because you weren't taught these things in history lessons in school, and you weren't taught them so that you would be victims of this perpetrated crime. If you don't know the laws that are being broken, guess what? You get your information from sources like media, you get your sources from Twitter feeds, you get your sources from crazy things, rather than actually going back and going, oh, you mean we actually had a law and it's been actually violated? Yes, sir. We have had a law, it's been violated. And if we go through the Amendment 6, it's not only important that we have speedy trial, but the informed of the nature and the cause of accusation. Let's unpack that one for a minute. How many of you think there'd be a successful prosecution in this country if the following information was presented by every single person charged with any violation of any public health order? Let's go through them really quick. A bioweapon was created for infectious replication defective targeting of human lung epithelium in 1999 by Anthony Fauci. In 2003, the CDC patented the genome, the entire genome, the nature genome, the illegal patent granted to CDC in 2007 after being thrice rejected by the patent office as illegal. You heard me say that. The CDC three times had to fight to get an illegal patent granted. And when in 2007 they got that patent granted, they actually controlled the provenance of everything that had anything to do with SARS coronavirus from that day forward. We the people sat and did nothing. How about in 2012 and 2013, when mysteriously six viral models were uploaded in violation of biological and chemical weapons laws in this country, uploaded to a server from China because they were collected from six miners in China. They were uploaded to a server in violation of our domestic terrorism and our bioweapons laws here in the United States. And we had, by written confirmation from the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill in 2015, we have Ralph Barrick in his own writing stating that he uploaded the bioweapon information that came from China and started manufacturing it here in the United States. Did you hear what I just said? At this point, it's really important to point out, I haven't done a lot of research. I've been following this particular crime as it has unfolded since 1999. You are looking at the face of the guy who was the guy investigating anthrax in September of 2001. That's when I started this. I've been at this game longer than most people even knew there was a game to be at, and certainly longer than anybody who's actually said that they are really deep into COVID. Well, guess what? This is deep. And the point of this presentation is to make sure each and every one of you is equipped, because this is not about getting you excited. This is about getting you armed with information, because we have a war that has not started. 
The war that has not started is for the soul of this country. And the weapon that is being used is a genetic chimeric altered bioweapon called the S1 spike protein synthesis compound that is being delivered in a toxin that we know has killed every animal trial that has ever gotten off the ground. So to quote the actual associate vice provost of one of the leading medical institutions here in America, she was told when the institutional review board at her institution in California was asked to review the protocol for this particular vaccine, and she asked, where are the animal data? She was told, and I quote, this is a straight-to-humans protocol. Did you hear what I just said? It's killed every animal study it's ever gone into. It's killed every animal trial that's ever been done, and this is a straight-to-humans protocol. Ladies and gentlemen, call it what it is. It's premeditated murder. Stop dancing on the side of this thing and jump in the pool. And on our watch, we should not let a single attorney general or U.S. attorney, we should not let a single elected official, we should not let a single public health officer get away with any public statement that does not confirm that this is a bioweapons program meant to destroy, maim, and kill the citizens of the United States and the people of the world. This is a crime, and we need to start treating it like a crime instead of watching a bank robber walk out of a bank and calling the Uber for them. This is about getting Anthony Fauci cuffed and perp-walked. That's what this is about. I'm ending because I see Clay Clark. And Clay Clark is the grim reaper of all of my fun and joy. But he's actually doing a great thing because what he's doing is he's keeping us honest and keeping us on time because everybody here who's invested their life and their livelihood and their fortune and their security and their family, like I know I've done, like I know I've given time and effort and energy and I know that I'm not doing that alone. I know that the amazing Kim Martin who usually stands on the stage next to me is right now watching our beautiful daughter get ready for homecoming. So guess what? She wins and I lose. Because I get you instead of seeing our beautiful daughter at homecoming. But that's okay. Because we all believe in the right of what we're doing. But Clay's standing there so everybody else who's come out at great personal cost can have their voice heard. I just want to end with the answer. The answer is, let's stop diagnosing the problem. Until Anthony Fauci is cuffed, until Ralph Barrick is cuffed, and until Francis Collins is cuffed, we're not done. we got to set a single goal. Anthony Fauci in chains and in jail. That's our goal because that ends, listen, listen, that ends the emergency use authorization. And what that does is it puts the liability for every injury and death back on the companies. Because the minute we get a felony conviction, the entire EUA has been pierced. If we get a single felony, one felony, There is no shield of immunity because the 86 Act and the PREP Act say that you get immunity unless. And there's only one silver bullet, ladies and gentlemen. Guess what? I just gave it to you. So let's load this gun of information and let's actually go hunting. Here's what I'm proposing. And I did this. We had the signing ceremony for the new Continental Congress in Yuba City, California at the Church of Glad Tidings on Saturday. If you go online to covidcon21.com, covidcon21.com, you can actually now electronically sign the new declaration of universal 
human independence. It is that by nature we are provisioned for life, liberty, livelihood, and we are unrestricted from provisioning. Number one. Number two, we are at liberty to peacefully assemble, speak, disagree, express, believe, and choose. Number three, we have freedom of inquiry, and this is the most important one, with assurance of veracity and providence. We need to make illegal propaganda in this country. It was legalized in 1946. It was re-upped in 2012, and we need to end that. No more propaganda, no more message control, and no more misinformation. And if you do, you're in jail, because it's an act of domestic terror. We are at liberty to exchange value and commerce with transparency. We are afforded access to all of the derivatives of public goods, meaning that no one gets to control internet switches, internet distribution. Nobody gets to control telephone signals. Nobody gets to control what we've already paid for, because what we own is ours to use. That's what we stand for. And finally, we are organically undefiled from birth to death. And that, by the way, is not just what you don't shoot in your arm or not what you just don't put in your mouth. It goes to one more and probably the most important thing. It's time that we purify what goes in our minds. It's time that we realize that we have allowed the infection of fear to be used as an agency of destruction against us. And it's time that we, the people, actually accept responsibility. If we want pure thoughts, pure actions, and pure deeds, we need to start putting them in here. And we need to get them through here and through here. Let us stand united as humanity. And let us not take another breath, giving them a single ounce of quarter until we have seen justice restored and holiness in this land. Thank you very much. God bless you. Ladies and gentlemen, one more time, let's hear Dr. David Martin. All right. I've got a little homework, a little homework for you. A um, little homework for you. If you're here today and you're saying, what can I do? You want this man to meet with an elected official? Because everything he's saying, it's all cited. He has all the slides. He has all the citations. He has all the resources. And so I'm trying to set up three meetings with this gentleman here with elected officials in Oklahoma. I'm talking about attorney generals. I'm talking about senators. I'm talking about congressmen. So if people do want to get a hold of you to schedule a meeting with an, with an attorney general or a congressman or a, or a senator, what is the best way, sir, to do that? The best way to do this is we have, and James Perpera, can you stand up? I see you down there. James, you there? James, right over there. James Perpera here in Salt Lake City and I have a platform called ActivateHumanity.com. The best way to get a hold of us, and there's James, there's me. The best way to get a hold of us is go on to ActivateHumanity.com, and you can actually make sure that we are available to get in front of any elected official, any appointed official, anybody who thinks they're running for a thing. And by the way, don't go to the polls without making sure every candidate has a moment of integrity where they actually either affirm or deny that they're going to let this campaign of terror persist. Because you should not, on November, whether or not you believe in elections, neither here nor there, what I want is I want you to look in the eyes of people and ask them, are you prepared to murder American citizens? You guys, this is going to be, if things keep going the way that they're going right now, if, it, if it's allowed to continue, it's going to be illegal to play 
videos like this and to say anything like this or to support anything like this because what the negative side of this whole power structure is doing right now is to try to make it uh, impossible to object to being mass murdered. And when we looked at why the people in 1930s Germany didn't do anything, you look around now, it's not in the United States, for example, it's not illegal yet to say anything like this, but there's all kinds of uh, movements to make it so. And it's getting that way in Europe as well and in Australia and New Zealand. Austria is apparently need, leading the way for Europe in the EU. They're trying to make everybody forced to be silent while they break the natural rights violate the natural rights of human beings everywhere. So what Dave, Dr. David Martin is contributing is important. And he's, he's literally risking his life in order to say this stuff. He's an important asset uh, to the truth because he's the one who's been working on it the longest from the point of view of research from patents on uh, vaccines, which are, in general, vaccines are bioweapons. So I... I differ with him a little bit on that. They're essentially the same thing. It's just that the current one is way more aggressive and, and way worse than anything leading up to it. The the death toll, uh, with about 1% of the deaths and injuries being reported to VAERS, and you can look this up yourself, the Harvard Pilgrim study, I think it's called, said it was about 1%, and they make it really hard for people to report cases to VAERS, very inconvenient. Most of them never get there. The 1% that do, there's about 17 plus thousand deaths from the injection now. And if you figure that's 1% of the reality, that means the reality is 1.7 million. And in the animal trials where all the animals were killed, and I've talked about this with Sherry Tenpenny and a lot of the other doctors brave enough to risk their lives to tell the truth, um, all the animals died who got the test injection. A small percentage died right away soon, and the rest were several months later, which in human lifespan is equivalent to a few years. So there's a big push now with the people that know about this to try to find uh, antidotes to the injection, not to the disease, to the injection, because that's the most dangerous and it's being worked on. People that aren't killed by it right away could still have a chance to be uh, detoxified from from the remnants of this poisonous vaccine. So what David Martin is, is contributing is critical and what he's asking is to take the information from the presentation, which hopefully you have, uh, where you do have access to it now, as long as it's not taken off the computer, off the Internet, I mean, um, and show that to elected officials from the local to the national level. And if enough people do that, some of the uh, elected officials, although almost all the elections were fraudulent, as we're finding out, some of the elected officials are still have some leftover remnant of a conscience. And if this gets shown to them, they have the exact means to charge not just Fauci, but this whole cartel with crimes against humanity before they finish their program. And there's a second presentation by uh, Dr. Martin 
that I think we're going to take time to do next week because it's critically important. And in it, assuming we're still able to do that by next week, he names the names of the people that were behind at, at least the proximate part, the directly related to the vaccine death agenda. And he puts their, their faces and their names on a table and we're going to show it. And, uh, the idea is you take this, you take both of these, this being the first one, and you take it to any people in positions of authority, health officials, um, local government officials, state government officials, legislatures, congressmen, uh, men or women in any of those positions of power or others that you think of and doctors and let them know what's really going on like they should have done in Germany in the 30s. We should do, be doing it now um, before it's totally physically impossible because of new laws and things like that. So that's the reason I wanted to share this with you. I felt it was important. We also posted it on lostartsradio.com uh, without my commentary so that you can have it by itself. Um, it's just this is not the time to be going to the opera to the exclusion of what we need to do to prevent the agenda from reaching completion. There's work to do with that. So David Martin is doing his part. Go to his website, activatehumanity.com, and if you've got anybody for him to meet with, it could probably be done virtually, and uh, that's what he's offering. So very important. And stay in touch with us at lostartsradio.com, especially if you can't find some of these uh, shows on the net anymore if they get taken off or planetaryhealingclub.com that is where we go into a non-censored environment and get into more specifics of working on things you can do directly immediately planetaryhealingclub.com and uh, we'll see you there those of you who are interested in about 27 minutes from right now um, if you want to help us stay on the air and you've got resources, then we have a donate button at lostartsradio.com and also a subscribe star link there. Both of them work great. So we're not doing commercials. The whole show is uh, dedicated to message that we're trying to share as long as that's possible to do. And I think that's about it. And this is the uh, Saturday afternoon show in the U.S. time. We have a Sunday guest show. And we've had incredible people showing up there in this one tomorrow. It's all free and you're invited. So um, main thing is, you know, to shake ourselves out of the trance. We've been victims of a very sophisticated mind programming uh, agenda. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's really happening. You're just supposed to believe it's not. So, you know, real science, real spiritual inquiry, they're the same thing. They question everything. They don't get a hold of a belief or what a health agency says and assume that's the truth. Find out, question everything. It takes more work, but it could save your life and make you uh, save the lives of people in your family so you don't hand them over to the people administering the what Zelenko calls the poison death shot. And as I say, a lot of us are working on looking for antidotes to the people who in good faith already got it and realize oh, wait a minute, that was a mistake, and how do I get this garbage out of my body before it kills me? I'm sure there are ways to do that, and we'll have people on the show, on the Sunday show especially, that are working on that and see what they found. 
So I think that's about it. Take care of yourself and um, realize how powerful you are in, in which direction this goes. Get your health back. The forgotten, you know, violently suppressed information on real health care that the system is trying to make sure you never find. See it, study it, apply it, live it. This is not the time to be lazy or careless. Don't do things to your body that hurt it because you need every bit of immunity to the attacks that you can possibly get. And uh, then when you get your body together, find out what the next step is, more on the consciousness level, and that's even stronger. So that's, that's what we're working on in Planetary Healing Club. You're always invited there and do this in whatever way you want, by yourself, with friends, or with us, or anybody that's helpful to you. But do it. Don't undervalue your time. We don't know how much of the of it we've got in order to accomplish what we need to do right now. And you're the key player in the movie. Value yourself like a movie star in, in the movie of reality. And what you do affects everybody else at any distance, even if you don't say a word. So use your time well. And thanks for being here. I appreciate you very much. Remember tomorrow's show, a guest show on Lost Arts Radio, and stay in touch at lostartsradio.com. Have a good night, and we'll see you shortly. Introducing Lost Arts Radio on subscribestar.com. Just go to subscribestar.com slash lostartsradio to find our rewards program, offering 10 different giving levels starting at just 5 bucks a month. We offer incredible value for any rewards level, from extra monthly interview videos not available publicly to subscription-based Planetary Healing Club videos once, twice, or three times a month, to private counseling sessions with Lost Arts Radio host Richard Sachs, to tech help with me, Doug Diamond. We even have one option where you can be the star on Lost Arts Radio as our guest on a specially produced show just for you. We conduct an interview with you and broadcast it to our growing network and listenership. Our Subscribestar levels are one of a kind and offer great rewards for any budget. Please help support Lost Arts Radio. We can't do it without you. With increasing censorship on many of our channels, we really need your support today to keep doing what we're doing. As Richard says, we're not even at survival level yet. Lost Arts Radio has three weekly shows. Lost Arts Radio Live each Saturday night at 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific, which is a live stream currently on multiple platforms in case we get banned from some of the larger ones. Right now, we're on Facebook Live, Twitch, and DLive. You can access these broadcasts by going to www.lostartsradio.com live for all the links to those channels. The Planetary Healing Club meets right after Lost Arts Radio Live at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Saturday nights. And our Sunday show with guests airs at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Sunday nights on our Blog Talk Radio channel, our YouTube channels, Facebook pages, and on Brideon. Be sure to sign up for our free email list just in case we do get banned on big tech's platforms. It's just a matter of time, really. They don't like the stuff we talk about, and they do not want the truth out there. In fact, they have already attacked us numerous times. Join our free email list so we can let you know where we are and how to access our shows. The sign-up button is right on the top right on most pages of our website. 
The best starting point for all things Lost Arts Radio is our main site, lostartsradio.com, where you can find the hottest news selection videos that we curate just for you. Those are on the homepage and added to daily, as well as articles and breaking news about information you really need to know. Our show archives, the 10 most recent shows, are right on our homepage, as well as our Blog Talk Radio page at blogtalkradio.com slash lostartsradio, or just click the All Things Radio Show tab right on our website. We're in the podcast directory on iTunes, and all of our shows except the band ones are on our YouTube channel at Lost Arts Radio. Our Brideon page is really taking off, and we often have editors' picks videos right on their homepage. Visit brideon.com slash channel slash Lost Arts Radio. On our site, you can also access our free listener forum as well as sign up for the Planetary Healing Club, which is just $25 a month, where you get private access to a one-on-one interaction with host Richard Sachs and myself and the other club members who participate live. More info can be found at planetaryhealingclub.com. We're providing solutions in there to make the world a better place. Come join us. Stay tuned because up next, you'll get to hear a really great song by an independent artist that we're doing our best to support. Go to lostartsradio.com slash music for the full list of all the great songs and bands that we spin on our audio-only podcast shows. If you're in a band and want to submit a song for consideration for airplay on Lost Arts Radio, visit my website at diamonddiscaudio.com for more information about the music placement, mastering, and mixing work that I do. Thanks again for listening to and supporting Lost Arts Radio. We love having you as part of our family to learn, experience, and grow with.